Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Vero Valletti Flores. And I'm Miriam Suela Perez. And we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love. And this week we've got a, un theme bien spooky for you. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> sadly or not so sadly, there's you don't have any weird like ghost scream reggaeton <laughs> like you did that one year. Do you remember that? <laughs> Yes. We brought some sort of like howling reggaeton situation. Yes, yes. Yeah. Love them. You know, I yeah. had been building up with my Tocaya Vero from Platano Diaries, uh -huh. a reggaeton siniestro playlist. Oh, <laughs> and okay. I was sad that Las Sucias are not on Spotify, so we couldn't include them. <laughs> Is this playlist ready for the public consumption? Yeah, it's está ready. Right. Estamos ready. We can let's, we can so share, let's it. share it. Yeah, we can share it. Show notes. Mira, look at you. You've changed your tune so much. You were so against these episodes when we started like three years ago. And now look at you. What happened? Well, what I did not start the reggaeton siniestro playlist. Like the other playlist that we have, my tocaya and I have together. I was like, oh, you know, like I was like tweeting about minimalist production. And she's like, vamos a montar un playlist. And I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. <laughs> But then she was like, mira, voy a hacer un playlist de reggaeton siniestro. Like add your things. And I added a few things there. And I was like, it was funny because I was like, damn, it is like, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking like about, so I added some that were a little bit more obvio, you know, like there's like some Tomasa del Real that's like a little bit more siniestro. But then I was like... Será que Don Omar, dale Don mm -hmm. dale, is like, it kind of, it's kind of siniestro, you know, like the beat is like a little, you know, like, un poco spooky, and I was like, será right. que sí, and then, and then Vero was like, you know, I've thought that to myself, I was questioning, I was like, mira, si la dos pensamos, let's put it on there, so, pa que sepa. Well, and what about, what about this song that we're starting with, which is my pick for this episode, which is Don Omar, Pobre Diabla. I know. Don Please. Omar is with the spooky. With the spooky. <laughs> He's with the spooky. Let's listen Apparently, to it some more. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. 
so is Don Omar the, the spooky ambassador of reggaeton? I mean, maybe. It does have kind of like a dark... I feel like this song for me is like you're dancing in a dark, sweaty basement dance floor kind of situation. And like there's... It's not very... It's like dark and it's just like heavy and the beat. And so maybe. maybe. <laughs> I had no idea about this playlist until right now. So you've been holding out on me. You've really gotten into the theme of this holiday season apparently. It's other people getting into the theme and me following along. I did though. I mean, purchase a great quantity of fake blood for the season though so oh my ahead. god tell me what are your plans i don't even really know yet <laughs> i just oh, was yeah, like it's next week you know it's next week right yeah i know it's next week my again i'm going along with somebody else's plan my girl chanel was like let's do something for halloween i was like okay cool like i bought some fake yeah. blood <laughs> great. and then okay. i'll go wherever okay. chanel takes me <laughs> beautiful beautiful <laughs> Well, I'm, ex- I'm I'm happy to see you embracing the holiday spirit. <laughs> I mean, this seems like it should be your holiday because you're like a little bit dark, you know? No, and no. I mean, like I go to Halloween. I mean, I go to Halloween. Yeah. Full disclosure, I do love Halloween. But it's like the picking of songs that are Halloween mm-hmm. songs. I was like, this is a little harder for me, fam. <laughs> yeah. it's To be fair, it was really hard for me this year, too. I feel like I kind of phoned it in, y'all. I have to admit. I basically <laughs> just like looked through my like 300 song like para Radio Menea playlist that I have kept up over these years of songs I want to bring to Radio Menea and just looked for things in the in the titles that seemed like irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> just how yeah. we got para the Yalda <laughs> on this playlist. Um, <laughs> but the songs are still good so who cares, right? Yeah. Um, listen, that's all it takes. So, I was surprised we'd never wrap over the Yalda cuz this is like I mean there's a lot of Don Omar like classic bangers, but this is up there. Top three, probably. Yeah. With Dada Don Dada and a few other ones. Um, but yeah, we'd never brought this one. So here it is for everybody who wants to throw back to, you know, the golden age of reggaeton in 2005. <laughs> golden age of Don Omar. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I know. Pobrecito. So that was, I actually looked him up because I hadn't really kept up to like, what's he, what's he going on? What's going on with him these days? And I don't know if you know this, Beto, but he's actually coming out with a new album. Well, I didn't know that. No, I have not been it's- keeping up with Don Omar's career highlights lately. <laughs> I'm not either. And I feel like he doesn't get as much attention um, as some of the other like OG reggaetoneros. And I'm not sure what that's about, but I feel like you don't hear about him as much. He doesn't get as referenced as much, but he, yeah, apparently. So he like announced his retirement in 2017 and then dropped a song in April with um, Faruko. So came out of retirement after like a year and a half. And um, now he are like two years and yeah, apparently he's got an album in the works that's got a bunch of collaborations on it. It's supposed to drop sometime this month or next month. So nice. I don't know what that means for his retirement or what, yeah. but it would be a hard moment to sit out reggaeton given like what's happening. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I I'm I sure. I'm sure eager. he's ready. I would be eager to be part of it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This has the word devil in it, so here it is. It's part of our, <laughs> our bien es spooky <laughs> episode, and. Um, yeah, you if you you probably heard us talk about Don Amada as a problematic fave. Um, he was on our problematic faves episode, and that was because there's uh, he had a domestic violence incident back in 2014. The charges were dropped, but oh, we know it probably happened anyway, mm-hmm. and it just got you know whatever taken care of in other ways. I don't know. Um, so this is just the reality of human beings on this planet, and some of them in the music industry do fucked up shit like violence and abuse against women in their lives so it's yeah it's just kind of part of the ecosystem unfortunately yeah for sure so just worth like 
acknowledging when we talk about him. Yeah, no, we have to. We have to. And we usually do, you know, like it's like people are complicated and we can like their music and reckon with their complicated legacies, you know? Yep. 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 And there's definitely some people that I would never play their music like R. Kelly or, but, um, this does not, as for what I know, rise to that level. So here he is. Aquí está. Um, All right. Well, what's, what's your first being a spooky pick? Oh my God. I have been obsessed with this track. There's, um, a whole EP that Medio Piki put out recently and I've had really a lot of trouble trying to think about which song to bring, but since this song has like a sort of like goth Latinx like feeling for me, I decided mm-hmm. I would bring this for Vienna Spooky, especially because it's hard for me usually to come up with songs for this one. So let's go with Tuteta by Medio Piki. <laughs> album or this artist lately right is it all from one album one of mayo piki's songs was a summer banger of mine which i can't remember if i only put on a playlist on our return playlist or if i actually brought it it's called si la calle bota fuego um yeah 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 with adrian igual and it was like one of my fucking summer jams i mean i really like mayo piki he's this dominican producer that like works with you know, urbano sounds, but also does like weird shit to them, which you know is like right in my lane, right? Mm-hmm. And this <laughs> <Yes>. is <laughs> this is a, a EP called Yo Soy Tu Mama and it has three songs on it and I fucking love every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And this one like riles me the fuck up. Like it like makes me want to look for somebody to fight it's like are there any nazis around for me to punch in the face i'm like (laughs) you know like ready you know (laughs) because he's like (laughs) you know are you a fighter no not really not really i can't fight for shit (laughs) it's like hard to picture i'm like literally trying to picture you right now with your like fists up and i just (laughs) no no i'm actually a conflict de-escalator but yeah, this great, great. song makes me want to like take my earrings off and Vaseline my face and like look for mm. a fucking fight because <laughs> he's like, <laughs> Tú te está buscando un lío. and then like 
throughout the song, like underneath, it's like, ten cuidado, ten cuidado, ten cuidado, ten cuidado. <laughs> Just like, it makes me want to fight. Right. Well, well. And also like something. Is that a Halloween mood? I yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people do fight on Halloween. I expect I hopefully know, to not sure. fight on Halloween. No. But no. <laughs> it's something also about the quality of this like dembo with like the this metal guitar that it's like mm. <laughs> so little Vero who listened to like Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie. Oh my god. Did you really? Yes. Wow. I think that we've discussed this. This is a little known yeah. fact about me. I was like a big Marilyn Manson fan That's when I so was like wild. circa una quinceañera, you know? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, stuff like some interesting gender bending happening. Yes. Like Marilyn early Manson days. did some really interesting early day gender fuckery yeah. that right. still holds up. Shout out Marilyn Manson. I just- Wow. I, I could never get into the, the... I got into emo music, but the, like, angry metal, like, not my thing. No. Yeah, yeah. I got into, like, the angry shit. It was, I feel like it was, like, part of, like, my gender play shit. I was always, like, hard okay. femme. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I was, like, always, like, mm-hmm. very, like, femme presenting. And I was, like, there was, like, was, like some, like, hard shit that, um, that I wanted to be a part of. You know, whether I was, like, playing rugby or listening to this shit, you know? <laughs> I was an angry little girl. Wild. <laughs> but I feel like this song like really like gets at all of it, you know, it gets at all mm-hmm. of all of those moods. You know, it's like yeah. at the same time that I was listening to Marilyn Manson, I was also listening to El Chombo. You know what I mean? So it's just like, wild. It's just like it like blends it all together and I fucking love it, you know? Somehow like I've always been into like a bazillion <laughs> types and genres of music, you know. Your girl contains multitudes. Yeah. So this really gets at it for me. Like, I really highly recommend, though. Like, this is the only song on the EP that sounds this way. If this one isn't, like, your cup of tea necessarily, like, the goth dembo isn't necessarily your thing, <laughs> um, check out, like, the next song on it is El Paletero, and it's more of, like, a straightforward dembo. And then the there's another one. The last song on it um, is, like, sort of, like, a more, like, chill, like, electronic track that has that mentions checking mela which really got to me i fucking love it do you know checking mela no checking mela is this puerto rican astrologer oh, i can't believe no, I it do, i do i know i do i do because you you mentioned her i think in one of our newsletters and i follow her now you're right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. there's something I swear to God, I am not a big horoscopes person. I feel like I've talked no. about this before because, like, I feel like, you know, like a queer community pariah for not giving a yeah. shit about horoscopes. But yeah. cuando leo checking Mela, I think there's something that hits different about horoscopes when they're in Spanish for me. Mm. No sé si tiene que ver open. con Walter or what, but like, yeah. I read checking Mela's last uh, monthly horoscope and I felt like she dragged me to fucking filth and I was like oh <laughs> what's your sign you I'm an Aquarius Aquarius maybe you're just like you can only access your spirituality through Spanish yeah maybe a lo mejor so Medio Piki mentioned checking Mela in a song yeah he mentions checking wow. Mela in the song which I was like fuck yes wow wow yeah yeah so so many I things mean, that I like all at once yeah so definitely go listen to Yo Soy Tu Mama by Medio Piki. This song has been my shit, but the whole thing really has truly been my shit. I've been really feeling it. I was like, just just mainline it into me, please. <laughs> I mean, I think speaking of like people you want to punch, I feel like Halloween, 
brings that out because of all the fucked up yeah yeah too. oh maybe i'll listen to this and punch some racists i won't do that yeah like racist costumes yeah don't like, fuck up costumes. your manicure you know yeah i won't or my hands or nothing or get into yeah. i'm not trying to like go to prison some knuckles yeah no, i go to spend yeah, the night in the bookings worth it yeah but but i think it's always worth it although i hope that the people who listen to this podcast are more evolved but no racist costumes, y'all. Like, no. don't appropriate other people's culture. It's not a costume. Yeah. We have to don't say it. it. Todo Halloween. Don't do it. Yeah. Just don't do it, fam. Don't do it. Be reasonable. No. Other people's culture is not a costume. Nope. So do you know what you're going to do with the fake blood, or you just know you're going to do something with fake blood? I got some fangs. Okay. And I'm just going to wear, like, a black dress and, like, have a lot of fake blood dripping from my mouth. <laughs> and maybe some Beautiful. black lipstick. No say. Beautiful. <laughs> I just want it to be spooky. I just want it to be being a spooky, you know, like a yeah, yeah, a vampiress. I really also am low-key really obsessed with vampires. Mm. Not like the recent wave of like rom, romantic, whatever vampires. What was that? Those novels for teenagers? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, my God. No me acuerdo, but not those. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> not those. Not those, but I was... Um, I was my fir- the first time I was a vampire for Halloween. And I was like maybe like ten years old because there was a novela, a Brazilian novela that I believe we've about spoken vampires. about here, called Vampire, called Vamp, and it was like we called it Vampy, and um, yeah, it was like about vampires and true love and whatever the fuck novelas are about. But I was obsessed, and it was like I think that's like my like Latina goth root is that Brazilian novela. <laughs> So I just decided to go classic, classic, vampire, like spooky, that. fake blood. Yeah. Um, sadly, we already brought, I think for the first Halloween episode we did, we already brought La Vampiresa, which is another 2005 reggaeton classic. Yeah, so yeah. So you have to yeah. listen to that. Exactly. we'll put a link in the show notes to all of our old re- Halloween episodes if you just want to like go deep on all of the episodes where we brought Halloween yeah, you just music. Want, if you just want to feel really <laughs> celebratory with the Radio Man at Halloween, you know? But, yeah, La Vampiresa is a great, it's a great reggaeton jam. Um, I suck at Halloween costumes. I'm sure we probably talked about it on this show before on other Halloween episodes. I just feel like I don't have enough creativity around it. And like, you can't half-ass it, you know? Like, I just yeah, feel like you have yeah. to go hard or go home. And so, yeah, and like, yeah. I don't have anything in my closet that could turn into a costume without trying, you know? Like, mm. my clothing is pretty, like, plain and kind of boring. So, <laughs> I probably won't do you anything. You probably won't do anything. No, I mean, last Halloween, I just, like, gave out candy to kids. I think this year I'm going to be at, like, a party with kids. So I feel like making, That's you know, cute. Kids. That's cute. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe Could I'll end up with, like, candy. Cat- I'll end up with some cat ears on my head or something. You know, <laughs> you know? one Halloween <laughs> thing that has me dying a little bit is, like, all the... I always love, like, the no, no hay trico mm-hmm. tri type (laughs) the signs signs. and yeah i mean those are always hilarious to me but like there's one that you know the the other day marrow from jesus and marrow um tweeted one out that was like no halloween no tricontri no candy no tocar la puerta and then at the end it just has coño like underlined (laughs) which like i can like it just made me (laughs) fell out no tocar la puerta coño you know like i just like i can hear Uh, that underlined coño you know and mm, it's just like mm -hmm. i feel like i could hear my mom say it because low-key that's my mom mi mama apaga todas las luces she's like don't fucking come here I know, like, déjame en paz, like, what are you, yeah. weird Yeah, weird my dad American gets mad at her. Yeah. It's like, damn, give away some candy. She's like, nah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's a strange little custom. Um, I saw, like, 
that people in my neighborhood, I'm not on next door because I think next door is kind of like a horrible thing. But um, right. somebody like there's like a local blogger posted about how like people had put out like a basically like a map of like who was giving out candy via next door. And I was just like, can you just like talk to your neighbors? Like, fuck that. You know, like oh it's like next God. door. That's why I hate next door because it just like it's keeps like very white surveillance talking state. to their neighbors. Yeah, it's very yeah. surveillance state. Very strange. <laughs> like, like the other day I was at a friend's house and this little dog showed up that nobody knew who the dog belonged to. And it didn't have a, it had a collar on and it looked groomed. So I was like, this is somebody's dog. And like, we went to her next door neighbor and the next door neighbor was like, I'm going to post a picture on next door. And I was like, how about we call the number on the tab? Yeah. What like, a weird uh, response. Just, yeah. I know. I'm like, next door is bullshit. And yeah, it's surveillancey and like, just pe- lets people be like weird and not just talk to each other. Just fucking talk to your neighbors. Anyway. It's very strange. Random. random rant about no i also have that rant all like the white people in my building it's not a lot of them but the few that there are they like will not make eye contact with me Mm -hmm. and like everybody in my building like you know like we've talked about this before it's a small building like i know my neighbors like my next door neighbor miss sandra brings me rum from jamaica when she goes my other next door neighbor miss claudette brings me like fish from saint lucia you know she's like my downstairs neighbor miss nola will like fry up a fish and bring it up with her nietas, you know, like, it's like, it's cl- like, we're not just like a small building, but people like talk to each other and like close and do shit for each other. Like you can't even make eye contact them. Yeah. It's really sad. No, me da una rabia. I don't want technology that like continues to facilitate people not just having direct conversations with each other. Yeah. So anyways. Bueno, let's, let's talk on. about La Cancion Bien Spooky yeah. that you have for us next. Yes. <laughs> this is called Veneno. You see how I did this episode. Um, and it's by Andre Velos featuring Joan Soriano. Si me mata, no me muero de algo. Yo quiero que llueva y haya mucha agua. Porque yo no quiero. We love Andre Velos. Yes, we do love Andre Velos. We love a bachatera. We love bachata. So any excuse to bring her and some bachata um, is an excuse I'm happy for. 
And it's about poison. <laughs> so that's like Halloween. That's spooky. Right? Like, <laughs> so that's spooky. Poison, you know. That's, veneno that's del spooky. veneno es spooky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. So Vero helped me figure out that this is a cover. Because I was like kind of trying to figure out what was going on with the gender in this situation. Because it's about mm-hmm. a person who's like, who's poison. And I was a little confused. But it's, so it's a cover by Luis Vargas is what Vero figured out. So it's about a woman who's poison. And then Andrea just didn't change the gender and just did the straight cover, which like sort of Respect. makes it feel a little queer. Respect. You know? Makes it feel yeah. a little queer. I, hate, I yeah. think it's so dumb when people change the gender on a song to be like, don't worry, I'm straight. Right. You know, like I don't yeah. feel like it necessarily means that you're queer if you don't change the gender on a song. Mm-hmm. But if you like change it to be like, don't worry, I'm straight. Like, right. It's like no homo, no homo. Yeah. You know, me yeah. caes mal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, yeah, she's a Dominican bachata based in New York City, and we brought her to the show before, and I'm a big fan. And then Joan Soriano is, like, a an island-based bachatero, also, who's been doing his thing for a long time. And so I got to do this. I mentioned it on the show um, a few weeks ago that I got invited to be a DJ again. I maybe am starting, like to think about actually being a DJ y'all, which would be really fun, but only bachata. Can I be like a bachata <laughs> only DJ? <laughs> I think you can be whatever you want, Perez. <laughs> I just don't think I'd get as many gigs. The world whatever. is your oyster. <laughs> this is like what I know. I was like, Beto, do I need another hustle? I have so many hustles. But anyway, I got to do my second DJ gig for a bachata like dance class. That seems to be my niche. Like I'm going to DJ for bachata classes. Um, and it was for Ace and Ciara, this great queer Puerto Rican couple that I love who um, are bachata, professional bachata dancers basically and like tour and teach and go to all these festivals and whatever. And um, they had heard me DJ the first time for that queer bachata night and Ace was like, you're my favorite bachata DJ, basically because I don't play any like weird remixes and I just play all the classics. Which is apparently um, and a scourge in apparently the bachata it's a big dancing deal. world. Yeah. So I learned so much at this. So I got to go to the boot camp, which was like four or five hours. And then I DJed the last like half hour. Um, <clears throat> and then people just were dancing. And, um, and yeah, for a couple of hours of the class, this guy, Carlos Cinta, who's a bachata, also dancer and instructor and like part of this like dance scene, um, gave a lesson, gave, get, taught a couple classes about bachata. And it was really awesome because I learned a lot about the musicality of it, which, you know, is not something that I really, you know, Vero and I are not super like music, you know, we're not musicologists. Like, you know, we know some things, but I, I feel very, like a very beginner. I didn't really play music as a kid. So anyway, I learned about we learned about like the five basic instruments that are a part, like what makes a bachata bachata is these five instruments. And, um, and then you can sort of add and, and whatnot, but like these five instruments have to be there for it to be a bachata. And that's like the Dominican history of this music. And that's what defines the genre. And so he went on like a long rant that I totally agree with about remixes where people will bring, um, like one instrument or two instruments from the five, but not include the whole set and call it bachata, call it a bachata remix. And he really talked for a long time about why that's not bachata, <laughs> which I think is that I didn't really realize it, but I think that's what I, what I, the thing, the songs that I don't like are the ones that don't actually have the full suite of the, of the songs. I just didn't, the music, I just didn't really understand all the ins and outs of it. So mm-hmm. I hope at some point we'll still do like a deep dive into bachata and bring somebody on who's like more of an expert than we are on the music. But it was really cool to get to learn. And he like did this interesting thing where he like had us try and isolate and hear the different instruments um, and make sure that we could identify them. It's the best way to learn. Yeah, it was really cool. And he had a track that he'd like pulled 
certain instruments in and out. And so we could like listen for it. It was great. It was great. The other cool thing, I'm going to give a shout out to Ace and CR for this, that it was, it was ASL interpreted the whole thing. And so there were a couple people there who are like deaf or hard of hearing. Shout out accessibility. I know it was really rad. And like, um, Ace of Ciara is actually an ASL interpreter as a profession. So this is like part of her community. And so it's important to her to try to make like dance spaces accessible to people with different hearing abilities. And it was really cool to see that integrated and then to like practice with, you know, being in a space that's mixed in that way and interacting with folks and communicate across language difference. Right. Cause like, I don't know ASL. Um, so it was really, it was pretty beautiful. Um, so, and I've never thought about like dance and music spaces and accessibility, but DC has a huge, um, deaf and hard of hearing community because of Gallaudet University, which is the only deaf university in the world, I think. Oh my God. Amazingly. Yeah. So anyway, it was cool. More about bachata, but I feel like I learned a lot more and, um, and I was happy that my, um, bachata, bachatea me mami playlist on Spotify, which I'll link in the show notes. You can still follow. There are no remixes on it. So I was happy that I like had inadvertently, you know, kept up the standard for bachata. He was basically just like, don't call it bachata. Like, do whatever you want, but don't use the term bachata. Right. Because you're sort of, like, <laughs> denigrating. You're denigrating the genre. Like, make whatever remix you want of, like, that, you know, Justin Bieber song and put whatever you want under it, but don't call it bachata. Right. Yeah, just don't do it. <laughs> He's like, do whatever you want on the dance floor. You can dance bachata to anything that's in the right time signature, but don't call it bachata. <laughs> like, I feel you, boo. I feel you. So, anyway, yeah. much more to come. I'll let y'all know if I end up starting my bachata DJ career. Yeah, please. You will. Van a venir para acá para oír. You'll hear it um, first on Radio Mayor. Tentative DJ name, DJ Sentimiento. Obvio. I was like, okay. When Perez was like, I'm thinking about being a DJ, DJ Sentimiento. I was like, okay, I think that you need to quit everything, go to DJ school, and start a party night just so we can use that DJ name. DJ Sentimento. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. It's pretty I good. It. I know they asked me what my DJ name was, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Pettis from Radio Menea? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. All right. ¿Cuál es tu próxima spooky track? <laughs> so my next song, it's sort of spooky, but I picked it because I watched and really, really loved Los Spookies on HBO and I gotta give a shout out to whoever their music manager is on that show because they have such amazing taste and have picked some really cool shit and this is one of the songs that is on um, that is on the show it's called La Presión de Mejorar and it's by Niña Tormenta
so this, as I said, is a song featured on Los Spookies, and I fucking love it. I think the music on the show is just brilliant, and I love this song. This song immediately was one of the first that I was like, wait, I hadn't heard this before, and I was like, oh, fuck yes, this is amazing. Um, One of my favorites. It's um, by Niña Tormenta, as I said, and Niña Tormenta is a project of Tia Regalas out of Chile. So look her up. She's got a bunch of cool shit, Um, but... I love, love, love this one. So let's talk about Los Espookies. Yeah, let's talk about Los Espookies. You came up with the like theme for this episode, and then we were like, oh, wait, shit, we should talk about Los Espookies. Because we've, we've been talking about wanting to talk about it. Because you have been on that show for a minute, and I finally watched it this weekend. Who turned you on to the show? Do you remember? No me acuerdo. No like me acuerdo. It's a random show on HBO. Maybe, yeah. maybe the folks, maybe um, Sokio from New Latin Wave. Okay, okay. Did I could see him being into it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No me acuerdo. I think it was him. But I okay. was like, oh fuck yeah, los spookies is like that's like my shit. I thought it was so yeah. fucking funny, which Perez yeah. was like not exactly on the same. Page. I know. I was like <laughs> a little too weird while I was watching it. So were you literally like laughing out loud watching it? I think so. No me acuerdo. I watched it a little bit ago, but I watched it like also I watched it because it's only six episodes. So I yeah. watched it like actually maybe three times. Oh, wow. Okay. So, okay. so I watched really it, it through a couple of times. I feel like Ursula is like a kindred spirit. She's the the one with the long hair. Yeah, the woman with the long hair. The Who's part- like the older sister to the super weird girl. <laughs> to the super weird girl. And, <laughs> and, when she's, she really- and when she has a thing with Carmencita. <laughs> I think I did laugh out loud. You know, when Carmencita was like, so do you want to spend the rest of your life with me? And Carmencita and Ursula was like, oh, oh, no, girl. Oh, no. I just like <laughs> felt that in my spirit. You know what I mean? I could see how you could feel like a connection to that character. I hadn't thought about it until right now, but I could see it just sort of like a little bit not into. She's like not a feelings person. She's kind of just like doing her thing. I the world. love her trying to get paid in the world. Older sister. Yeah. Trying to get paid. <laughs> like no time for anybody. Like total cara de tranca. Like, not, you know, <laughs> yes. like, yes. yes. Ursula so and I are like kindred spirits. Love this character. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I just, I just kept waiting for something bad to happen, which is part of why I find a lot of television stressful because I'm like, you know, I don't know. Ansiedad. Like, I'm just like, ooh, like, what's bad? Even though I knew it was like a comedy and it was weird, like, what would even bad be in that show? But I kind of just kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And then it didn't. Like, every somehow they always, they're like, weird hijinks always worked out, even though they were like pretty half assed, you know? <laughs> so good. So I think I just didn't really know how to relate to it. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. did like, you, you, you called it correctly. You were like, I think you're going to like it because it's in Spanish. I did like that. I yeah. I was like, like there's a 50 50 chance of you liking it. If it wasn't in Spanish, I wouldn't recommend it to you. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely like it more open. And, and I liked the way that they integrated Spanish and English, you know? And I think that was like, it was like smart and not cumbersome and just like it also Felix like reflected this fluidity between the Mexico and the United States. Although it wasn't technically Mexico, I guess it was like right. It was technically America, like another country, but oh yeah. Felt like Mexico and they talked about the border and whatnot. But um yeah, I don't I don't I guess there are, are there spoil should we do spoiler alert? I don't even know <laughs> how this works. We're so not like T V people. Critics, yeah, but. it also like, you know, came out a while ago. So if you haven't seen Los Espookies yet, 
In my opinion, you should get on it, but it's yeah, been a minute, I mean, it's right? Worth, it's, it's worth a like, watch. I'm not like yeah. mad about the time that I spent on it or anything, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it's strange. Yeah, it's strange. And I had no idea Fred Armisen was Latino. <laughs> yeah, he's Venezuelan. <laughs> Turns out he's Venezuelan. His Spanish is like pretty decent. I it's pretty all right. It's pretty all right. I was pretty yeah. surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was strange. It was strange. But I know people like think it's fun, so. Um, it's, 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 I think it's worth checking out, but yeah, yeah it's not I feel really like my, between Los Spookies and this, like, I f- and like the Cuidado Por Ahí video, I feel like 2019 has been a banner year for the Latinx goth community. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you feel represented. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm seeing it, you know, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, my last song for this spooky episode is another reggaeton. It's called Reggaeton en lo Oscuro, and it's by Wisin y Yandel. reggaeton that basically just had a title that made me think of this episode <laughs> so aquí está. Aquí está. it's really not that deep it's really not that deep i do like that you're doing a sinister reggaeton playlist i think that's great this maybe should be on it um, <laughs> this is from 2018 so it's a newer 
newer reggaeton track, but um, it has all the things that you, I think, love about a Weezy Yandel song. It's got a hard-hitting dembo, it's got their like auto-tune lyrics, and just super danceable. So I'm pretty much What's always here love, for their right? music. I know. I love that um, we sing Yandel have been, you know, making a comeback as El Duo de la Historia. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. A lot of the duos had like split up. They had split up for a while, but I like that they're, you know, coming back together. Yeah, they have a new song out called Chica Bombastic and it's fucking fire. If I do say so myself. I have to listen to it. Yeah, it's great. I really love it. Beautiful. Um, so I was like, Vero, will you read these lyrics and tell me if I'm getting the metaphor right? <laughs> and it's not that deep, y'all. It's about sex. Yeah, it's just about <laughs> sex. Not too much. Not, not you know, about too much n- deeper than that. 99.9% of reggaeton songs <laughs> That's are why about we love sex. it. Bellaqueo, you know? know? Yeah, yeah. We're not mad. Okay, what are you going to take us out with on this spooky episode? So what... I thought that the next song has some, you know, maybe some spooky th- synths. Like, I'm not sure if this is like, you know, it's like it, being a spooky is sort of like the loose theme of this, right? So I thought these synths sound spooky. You let me know what you think. The song is called Stability and it's by La Neve. What do you think? Do you think the synths are spooky? I think what's spooky is the video. The video is sort of spooky. There's some guillotine action happening there. It's all guillotines. It's like all guillotines. That's spooky as fuck. (laughs) And also, I felt like the video of this kind of reminded me of Los Espookies. Like, weird. Just like weird. Love. Like, what is happening? It's just weird. I love a guillotine, you know? Like, it's (laughs) guillotines. It just reminds me of class revolt. Like, you know, you love like, a decapitation. <laughs> no, but like a I good mean, decapitation. Like, you know? the, uh, I feel like a guillotine to me is a symbol of like the French Revolution against the monarchy. Right. So it's like, right. you know, this bitch is like, let them eat cake. And the working class is like, we will literally cut your head off. <laughs> but really, she wasn't. Well, maybe I'm mixing up history, but who was the one who kept cutting people's heads off? Off with their head, off with their head. That was that's a king. No, that's from Alice in Wonderland. 
not from history, but wasn't there, there wasn't there a king who kept who kept like yes, I mean the wives. guillotine. Yes, there was like one of the Louis. Okay, one of the Louis kept decapitating okay. his All wives. Right. Okay, for sure. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> All right, so you like guillotines? New fun fact about Beto. Yeah, new fun fact about me. But I, I really like La Neve. La Neve is um, part of Downtown Boys, but this is their solo project. Mm-hmm. Um, I love like the. The queerness of it all, and this is—I think this is a bop. I'm, I'm into it. It's brand new. It just came out like last week. I'm gonna say. Got it. Yeah, and I just, you know, wanted to give some shout-outs to La Neve, and I was like, these mm-hmm. synths are spooky enough, right? Sure. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> the video's spooky. You all should yeah, watch. You video. all should watch it. The video's spooky. Maybe you should have a guillotine as part of your blood costume. <laughs> oh, I feel like that takes a little bit more construction that I have time for. But maybe, maybe one day I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna incorporate a guillotine into one of my costumes. I think you could make a guillotine out of a mandolin, like one of those vegetable mandolin things. <laughs> Yo, those things are fucking dangerous. They're I kind slice of like a off my finger every single time that You've I use one. You've definitely done it at my house. On yeah, the one that my mom yeah, exactly. That's because I am way too cavalier with it and think that I can do it without the safety and then I slice off my thumb. No prendo. Mm, Yeah, no, you got to use the safety. (laughs) Some strong stuff. But anyway, I feel like you could use one of those to rig up a little Benny guillotine if you wanted. Well, we brought Downtown Boys. I think I brought a Downtown Boys song sometime last year because I went to one of their concerts. Love Downtown Boys. Great. Well, all right, (laughs) y'all. That was our, this is our little Halloween episode for you. We hope that you stay safe out there with your mm-hmm. spooky plans. Mm-hmm. Stay safe yeah. and away from racism slash racists. Mm-hmm. As always, all of the information about these songs and everything we said we'd put in the show notes is in the show notes at rallymanea.com. So go check that out. Yeah. Follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and we also have a cute newsletter. Well, thanks so much for listening. Um, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, it was, as always, we just go from really different moods to really different moods. It was about Gloria Stefan's Mi Tierra album and a lot of my feelings about um, the Cuban-American diaspora and that the way that music connects to those feelings. So make sure you check out the Mi Tierra episode. Yeah. Get ready for some diaspora feels with mm-hmm. your side of a spooky. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Hasta la okay. próxima, babies. Bye.